What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Show Me the Money Club, myself and Sergio. How you doing today, Sergio? Good. We're on our own today, buddy. Thank yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if, you, if you haven't seen the uh, Eddie Doyle one from last week, go back and check that out after this. Uh, but one of the nice things when it comes to this is we have a lot to kind of cover. Um, a couple of things that we're going to uh, talk about that just happened over this past week, like upfront earnings being um, brought to more cities, actually to most cities over the next several months. Uh, that announcement and a couple other announcements with like this Uber Pro uh, program and stuff like that. We're going to be talking about that next week along with the earnings because the earnings just came out earlier. Um, and then there's more on Thursday and Friday when it comes to uh, the other companies. So we're going to kind of tackle that all next week uh, when it comes to it, because they're all going to really tie together um, on the subject matter that we're, we're going to be discussing. We talked about that earlier. So we got a lot of other things to talk about today. You know, uh, we got a lawsuit that's hitting Uber, another one. Uh, we got, uh, is this the worst earnings when it comes to the last three years? Um, you know, Uber and Lyft being used heavily by doctors and hospitals, but yet drivers aren't equipped. A federal Prop 22 clone law. Uh, that's going to be interesting. And then, um, you know, some issues in Chicago uh, that we want to kind of talk, talk about when it comes to driver safety and, you know, some of the drivers out there protesting. So uh, we got a pretty good show for you today. Um, so first, uh, before we get really into anything, we got to bring up our giveaway, which is yes. in the middle of this. So this is the amazing portable car jump starter. We did a uh, unboxing video on the channel already. It's a short. So if you want to go back and check that out after the show, uh, check that out because it's going to give you, a, you know, kind of a nice little breakdown. Not only is it a car jump starter, but you can use it to charge your phone. So if your phone dies or anything like that, it's portable. It's great. I like it. It's awesome. Uh, so the giveaway, we're having two winners for this contest, uh, which is going to be awesome. So how you got to win? Last week, from July 25th, 4 a.m. Monday to August 1st, 4 a.m., when that whole week is, uh, the person with the highest trip count for Uber one winner. So whoever has the highest trip count, send your screenshots to Sergio. And also the second winner is going to be the person with the highest trip count for Lyft. So send those screenshots over again to Sergio for this past week. And we are going to make the announcement of the winner on next week's live stream, August 9th. Um, so again, submit those screenshots uh, for your week with the trip counts on there. Uh, Sergio at the rideshareguide.com. Wow, this thing looks like a cell phone with <laughs> with, with a couple of chargers. It looks pretty neat. Oh, it, so it, like, it, it, it's pretty big. It's it's got. I it? mean, it's it's portable. It's it's probably about like this big. I I have one upstairs. I don't have it with me right now. And you can jump uh, a car battery. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a ridiculous amount of charge in it. So wow. it'll 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 jump the car battery and you know charge your phone. It's got like the USB C. Uh, it's got USB. Um, oh, okay. You know, USB-A. Um, so it's got a couple of different ways so you can charge, which is really nice. Um, yeah, do, it's, do, it's a pretty do, good system. So do the, uh, do the, do the, hmm? the, the, the red and black, those, those, what do you call it, the connectors or whatever there, do they yep. detach or, or is it yep. just always? Yeah, so it plugs, it plugs into the unit itself. You get a little carrying case with it okay. um, and it gets, uh, you know, plugs in. Um, we got a link in the description below. So if anybody wants okay. to check it out, um, you know, whether you want to purchase one for yourself, 
Uh, or, you know, if you had a really high giveaway or uh, I'm sorry, a really high Uber trip count or Lyft trip count, you know, submit your your uh, earnings. Um, but yeah, it, it's great to have, especially, you know, if you're in your car a lot, um, you don't know if your alternator can go or your battery is going to go. You turn yeah. your car off at a gas station or, you know, if you got to get out, walk around a little bit or something. Um, so it's definitely something, one of those products that it's great to have on hand in the event you need it. Same thing. You know, if you're being portable, you know, you can carry it with you or whatever. Um, you, know, so, I yeah, have a, awesome. <laughs> you know, I have this thought in my head that somebody calls an Uber and they ask for a jump. <laughs> you know, that perfect. happened one time to me, actually. Did it? Uh, I got a ride. <laughs> they were, so this is, it's right near the mall. Like the guy could have walked there uh, to the gas station that was there. So, oh, easy. so he but it wasn't a jump it was actually for gas oh. <laughs> and it's like you could literally walk there and uh i mean it was it was colder it was in the winter um, <laughs> but it, it's it was just like that and then um i mean so i, I shouldn't have said I, I had the same thing it was actually for gas but i did have a, a driver uh, who was a rider in my car one time and they were talking about how uh, there was somebody who just needed a jump and they're like, I don't have jumper cables. Like, yeah. they don't expect me. To. I'm like, oh, well, you should, one, you should. And then two, yeah, I, I understand if you don't want to jump. That's, that's there's true a, statement there. But. There's an idea for Uber for go get 2022. Add, uh, junk, <laughs> add AAA services to the app. <laughs> Call an Uber for jump in your car. There you go. Hey, yeah. hey Dara, see, I got an idea for you, Dara. <laughs> <laughs> add that to the add that to the platform or or uh, the super app the super app there you go <laughs> yeah well we just want to thank uh amazing for you know bringing that uh to being a giveaway so thank you amazing uh for the portable car jump start again if you want to check it out link is going to be in the description below uh it is legitimately though pretty awesome so cool. uh it's real cool. nice to have so definitely submit your uh trip earnings your trip counts uh for that and we will be announcing it next week no earnings just account right just, just account just, yeah just like oh, I, so i, I don't have to do a spreadsheet for this one i just kind of no. no all you got to uh, do is just uh well if you want to do the spreadsheet just put in you know this the yeah, screenshot yeah, submitted it. with the trip count yeah okay, um cool. send your email um, your we have your email address when you email oh my god wow okay. <laughs> <laughs> long day long long couple of days actually all right so all right. Uh, where do you want to start wherever you want we're we're on our own, so we just go with our flow. Whatever you got, we'll talk okay. about. Well, it. let's let's uh, let's start with this lawsuit uh, that's going on. Uh, Five hundred and fifty women are suing Uber for assault. Um, yep. So I know you know a little bit more about this. I I read a couple of uh, things on it. This is something that was brought uh, you know brought forward a couple of weeks ago, actually. So it's a couple of weeks old. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see. Uh, it's mostly because of the um, safety report that came out, um, or at least it's kind of, I guess, in line with it. It might not be tied together at all, but, um, you know, the, the safety report from Uber just came out recently as well, too. Um, so, yeah, 550 women are suing Uber for assault. Um, yeah, there's more to come from what I hear, uh, at least a mm -hmm. few hundred more. Um, so it's a class action. So, you know, um, I mean... Uber is no stranger to lawsuits, right? So oh, no. God knows how God knows how many they have at every level, state, federal, whatever it is. 
Um, but international, I think too. International, every which way possible. So God knows what their legal bills are. That's Maybe that's one way, not making money. I mean, just pay lawyers. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, after I mean, we did the special on the safety report, right? Um, honestly, the numbers hadn't changed that much. I mean, from 2017-18 to 2019-2020, to where 2020 was basically a dead year for a rideshare, numbers yeah. stayed exactly the same. You know, so me, yeah, it's like uh, the percentage rates. Yeah. yeah, it's very similar, like very yeah. similar. So so all the all the safety tools introduced in the app for the passengers and the driver, like follow my ride, you know, uh, the 911 button, all that stuff. It seems like it is what it is because the, the ride counts are basically, you know, they, they also have grown, by the way. So we have to give, you know, that a little bit of an attention. Um there were more trips in 2019, 2020 than 2017, 2018, but not huge numbers. Um, mm. So, you know, look, one assault is bad enough, 550 women suing. And, you know, I'm surprised that, you know, being a major lawsuit, this did not get too much play in the media. You know, you know how the media embellishes all these bad news things, right? This was like mm -hmm. a little snippet and it came and went. Either Uber PR departments did an amazing job pushing it under the rug, or I don't know. I thought this would have gotten more play, um, but I think maybe this... it's just the, because it's the initial aspect. It's not, you know, hit yeah. court a court system yet, or you know, I, I don't think it's going to go into arbitration. Uh, no, being, no. Uh, well, Uber is going to do what they do with every lawsuit. They'll drag it out, right. and then they'll settle for some massive settlement. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, I hear at least a couple to 300 more women are about to come forward and be added to the list. So the high, the high, longer the list goes or the higher the numbers of women coming forward. Um, mm -hmm. And this is probably this is not only women, by the way. Right. I mean, there's some men in there probably, too. And we also oh, have I to think also have to think, you know, drivers are also getting sexually assaulted. This is just for passengers. Yeah, there may be, there may be, yeah. If it yeah. was just, is it just passengers? Just passengers, just, pass, just passengers. So there mm -hmm. may be another one coming from female drivers or even male drivers, as we did with the special, right? Mm -hmm. um, the male sexual assaults went up uh, to 19% from 7% from the previous as safety victim, report. You mean as right. victims? Yeah, yeah, as victims. So I'm sure that number is going to be as big, if not bigger, than this number. So mm -hmm. uh, on the driver's side, I mean. So we'll see. I mean, I'm sure they'll drag it out and settle it at some point in a couple of years or whatever it's going to be. Um, but ultimately, safety on both ends is a big, big, big concern. And we're going to touch upon that subject going forward on this uh, episode. You know, what can... Honestly, what can Uber do? Because they are not in the car. These yeah. things are, are so fluid. They're happening on, on you know, on a, I mean, at a pace that even law enforcement can't catch up, right? If something is happening, mm -hmm. you call, push the button on your Uber app called 911. Like we talked with Eddie Doyle, you know, that lady pushed a button on 911. They didn't find her dead body for three hours later in Pittsburgh, right? Yep. So to me, it's like, the, or the on the Lyft platform, you have the ADP button, right, which is a, a major national uh, security company. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you can do other than yeah, we talked with Eddie like last week. Um, you're on your own, man. You got to watch out exactly. for yourself. If shit's going sideways, 
you got to pull over, grab your keys, grab your phone in a lighted place and get the heck out of Dodge and mm-hmm. and then let the chips fall where they may. You know, yeah, yeah the exactly. passenger can complain mm-hmm. and say, hey, guys, was a, you know, this and that. But deactivation versus life, a tough choice. Uh, I take life any day over deactivation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with you right there. I mean, like, the biggest thing is they could put all these tools in place when it comes to if something's happening. Yeah. But the time that it takes for something to happen when you press the button for other people to come it's a lifetime essentially there and yeah you gotta you know you can only do so much when it comes to to these companies when it like something actually happening at the moment um you can do things for the onboarding process you can make it easier for um people to um have identification uh, just on hand so then like if there's a ride that's going on uh they know who's in the car and yeah. they can uh, let law enforcement know the other thing is working with law enforcement they have the dashboard for law enforcement but law enforcement has no idea about it for the most part yeah um unless they've had issues with uh uber lyft before um so yeah. that's one thing too like the communication between the companies and law enforcement is horrendously bad even yeah. though they have the tools available um, but still, you know, if if all the information is not being collected from a passenger or a passenger's, you know, friend who gets in the car or whatever, yeah. well, something like that, then, um, you know, you really got to pay attention to. And uh, when it comes to, to both drivers and riders, because, again, it's about 50 percent of the time yeah. something's happening, um, whether, you know, it's driver on, on passenger or passenger on driver, it's 50 yeah. percent of the time. So we got to focus on both. You know, the biggest thing is if you're a passenger um, and you don't feel comfortable, you know, there's plenty of tools that you can do uh, or or things that you can do. Same thing as drivers. There's plenty of things that you can do, um, whether you have stuff on hand that maybe the companies don't want you to have. But for you, for your protection, for your safety, that's kind of your call. Um, And also, I mean, I, I, you know, I use the uh, if I don't, you know, I, I get a sketchy passenger in the car. And, you know, you know, you can read the room after doing it for five, six years, you know, what kind of trip that's going to be when the passenger walks in. Um, I uh, automatically turn on my follow my ride. You know, it goes to my family. Right. So they know for mm-hmm. that ride, at least what's happening. And it also goes to law enforcement. So to me, it's like the tool is decent, but I think the driver is at a little bit more of a disadvantage when it comes to those yeah. using those tools, because number one, you're freaking driving. You don't mm-hmm. want to go hit something while you're panicking and looking for a button or this and that. I feel like the passenger has more of an advantage if they're under not assault only, or, you know, because yeah. they're behind you, you're facing yep. forward, or exactly. even if they're next to you, you're still facing forward. So, yeah, yeah drivers are, are definitely more vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's another gripe, by the way, car. Chris. That, that's another gripe I have with a lot of passengers. You know, when you pull up some sometimes and your pickup point is on the left, but then you pull up on the right because the app didn't give you the exact pin location, right? Mm-hmm. So you have this passenger walk across the street, there's, you know, on a residential area, and open your door, the passenger door behind you, and they sit right behind you. I hate yeah. that. If female, <laughs> female, not to a point, because I think actually that's a good point for female passengers. Sit behind the driver, passenger side, as opposed to, the other side so maybe you know if the driver has is a bad apple and is going to do something he cannot reach easily you know go behind the head 
But mm-hmm. I have sometimes these big guys sit right behind me, and I'm like, bro, no. Yeah. Can you? I, I always like, tell oh, them. Can you move up a little bit? No. Yeah, I, I always I always tell them, you know, that right I, there you got so much more room. Go there. Yeah, go there. Go to the right side, buddy, because you have so much more leg room there. So I'm like, to me, it's like, you know, females. I mean, uh, I, I think this lawsuit, um, when the, the driver assaults are going to get filed as a class action, I don't know. Uh, but I'm sure it's coming. I mean, because we hear about this every single day now. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. But it's like. And none yeah, of it should it, happen. How it's preventable? We'll talk Honestly, about, we'll talk I don't about know. what's going on in Chicago next. But yeah, um, yeah when it comes to, to these safety issues, the, the the biggest thing besides um, you know some sort of onboarding process when people are in your car, yeah. uh, whether you're a driver or a rider, you just need to you know have basic um, you know know how or, or or whatever it might be. Whether that's you know the the muscle memory of you know, uh, unbuckling your seatbelt, grabbing your your keys, your phone, um, whatever it might be, dash camera, uh, and getting right out of, out of the car or something at a, either a stop, um, in a gas station, whatever it might be, um, yeah. just get away from that particular situation. Um, yeah. You know, that's going to help, you know, some sort of, uh, I think a good thing would be like some sort of, you know, in-car defense. So yeah. some of these self-defense classes, not the crappy ones that don't teach you anything, uh, but stuff that actually really is is helpful. Um, I think there could probably have something that um, some sort of course or class or something that can be yeah. you know given to drivers, given to to passengers in the event something happens. Um, and then you know stuff like dash cameras that are uploading to the cloud um, big, should be big was, help. Big help. Yep. Yeah. Everybody should get one of those honestly because the other thing is you know all of these assaults. I'm sure in these 500 women case. Um, happened when they were totally drunk or inebriated or out of out of you know i mean out of control right mm-hmm. because because women you know obviously can defend themselves uh, you know in, in the case of assault to a point unless they're so drunk that they haven't they pass out and you know a lot of these things happen and you know during i mean it, you rarely hear something like this happen at you know morning rush hour <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. Probably ninety percent of these cases are at night. Number one, and number two, um, you know, when they're drunk. I mean, that's why they're using Uber not to get you mm. know DUIs and things like that. So, you know, if there's bad apples, which I know I'm sure there is in the driver community, you know, they're going to take advantage of the situation, right? And and the last thing that I would say for this is that honestly, um, a lot of women. You know, there, there's a viral thing going on on YouTube. I saw, it, you know, say my name movement. You know what I mean? On Lyft oh, yeah, and things yeah. like that. I go, listen, you know, if I'm in front of your house waiting for you to come out and you come out and act like a jerk and say, say my name. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to say your name. Number one, look at my license plate. I've been waiting in yeah. front of your house for three minutes already for you to come out. Do you think I really am here to rape you? Seriously? Right. Because to me, it's like, but the best thing that I have for passengers and advice would be literally anything can be faked. The car, the guy can say, the driver can say, oh, I just uploaded it. And Uber hasn't updated it yet. My picture was just uploaded. Uber hasn't. I mean, it can come up with all kinds of bullshit excuses. Right. But one thing you cannot fake, honestly, unless you're going to go into those lengths, is put the license plate number 
in the app that all the passenger has to do is match those two. Once yep. you do that, you know you're in the right car. You're not, I mean, hmm. come on, right? The Make other thing, too, right is mandatory cars. pins. I don't know why they haven't done that in the U.S., yeah. but mandatory pins would solve all of that. Yeah. So if you put in the wrong pin, then it's done. The other thing that would be great about mandatory pins is if you wanted to take, you know, a, a flagged ride, yeah. you could because all they have to do is give you a pin. You put that pin in, it connects you, and then it'll say, okay, where, where are they going? You yeah. could do it in app and everything's done through the app. So you get the insurances through the app, you get the right. um, all of that. So the pin could even solve something like that where you could uh, essentially do hailing um yeah. on that side if if so choose um yeah. i mean something like that would probably take a little bit more but yeah i mean when it comes to safety there, there's there's a little bit that they they more i mean there's more that they can do definitely but there's little that they can do in the event something is actually unfolding at the moment yeah it's very difficult but uh you know good luck to these women i'm sure they mm -hmm. have a solid case and um and more to be joining the class action. And, you know, when one of these things start, it's like a inferno. It just keeps getting larger and larger and larger because the definition of assault, you know, uh, gets extended. And mm -hmm. and I'm like, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's going to be a big one. Uh, you know, it's not going to be a small settlement. So, yep. Um, it'll, but, be, uh, it'll be really interesting over the next few years. Because, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's going to take a few years, absolutely, Yeah, uh, especially when it comes to class action, because then they'll open it up to other people yeah. um, that you got to fill out the information. They'll have to follow up with those people. Uh, it, it's going to be, be a lot. There. Well, I mean, it could be massive just for the fact that if they the definition of the lawsuit, right, if in the definition is like I could even say if you rode in an Uber as a female from 2019 to 2021. I mean, mm. millions of people that way, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know what the judge is going to rule, obviously, you know, what the parameters of the class action is going to be, you mm -hmm. know, how they're going to define, you know, in our culture now, you have to define things, you know, like, yeah. like how they're going to define sexual assault. Could it be a touch or could it be an, anything, right? But then, mm. I mean, it's a free-for-all, right? So people will come forward. We'll see. It's an interesting situation, so... All right, so speaking of uh, safety in that, let's move to our next topic, talking about Chicago, uh, with some of the safety going on yeah, there. Man, uh, I mean, um, I don't so, know what to say. This is, you know, this is just too much. I mean, we had, uh, honestly, you know, we did those two town halls, right? What was the consensus of all drivers, small city, big city, pro-Uber, anti-Uber, whatever they were, right? What was the mm -hmm. consensus that we came up with that more has to be done? That was pretty, you know, we couldn't agree on IC status. We couldn't agree on certain things. But if there was one consensus that came out of every driver's mouth is that Uber can do more about driver safety, period, mm -hmm. right? And to me, every single day now, you know, um, like the one on the left here, um, one, one of them put a gun against my head. Uber driver uh, recounts terrifying carjacking. There was a uh, Uber each driver got killed um in portland um during a carjacking attempt luckily there is video of it and these two idiots are going to jail for a long time um there was another shootout i don't know what city it was in but this time 
the, the shootout was between the passengers and another car. It looks like a drive-by. And poor Uber driver got shot multiple times. Hopefully, you know, luckily he didn't get killed. Uh, the passenger mm-hmm. did, though. And he was like, he ended up crashing his car into some tree or whatever. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I mean, is it like that the economy, you know, is so bad? Or I feel like this types of news is out there more often than I can ever remember. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, right? What, I mean, this is getting out of control. I mean, why... You know, I understand carjackings always happened, but now it seems like it's happening more with Uber and Lyft drivers or, or gig economy workers than anything else. Mm-hmm. And of course, well, and think, of course, I think it you comes know. down to a couple of things here. First, desperation creates stupidity and right. people are going to do stupid things. So, you know, during the pandemic, one of the things is during the pandemic, um, you know, you get people who are desperate. You don't know what's going on. People are locked down, blah, 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 all this. We already know. And people are, you know, they're getting antsy, they're getting stirred, they're, they're not sure what's going on. So it's going to create, you know, a lot of issues It's going to help uh, trigger mental illness, it's going to do a lot of things there when it comes to it. So, you know, you have stuff like that. Now you have inflation, you know, things yep. are double what they were. Uh, yep. Gas is insane, you know, food costs are insane. Um, everything is just up. So, you know, the biggest problem there is you have Again, now financial troubles, which, you know, can an economic condition can drastically alter a person's well-being financially and, um, you know, mentally again, you know, you're, it's, it's coming to that trigger. So you're, you're coupling these two massive events that are happening back to back with each other. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to get people who are desperate doing stupid things, trying to do stupid stuff. Um, yeah. You're getting, you know, the other thing is opportunity. So yeah. you see, oh, somebody here got a, a you know a carjacking. You know again that that stupid mindset says, oh, I can do the same exact thing, or yeah. you know it could be the same group of people or whatever it might be. So there's there's a lot of things there, and then you're getting all of the uh, people that are you know reporting on it too. You're, yeah. you're getting massive amounts of reporting. Plus we're also in it. Um, you know we're in the rideshare arena we know what's going on we pay attention to news and stuff like that so yeah we're going to see stuff probably more so than um other drivers may especially if they're not on youtube if they're not um on reddit or facebook or anything so um they might only see their local area or you know nearby if it's if it makes some some big news um so yeah i think uh you're, you're just having a a a massive uh, issue and influx of, you know, the craziness of what's going on in the world, coupling that with, you know, mental illness issues, stupid people doing stupid things that should never be doing that in the first place. And then also uh, opportunity. You put that all together. And I think that's part of the reason why it's getting more and more and more. uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, every day you hear something. Yeah, you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. You know, there's copycatting issues where people go, "Oh, yeah, look at the easy target." Most mm-hmm. of the time, most of the time, Uber drivers are an easier target. I mean, because guess what? <laughs> you can call them to yourself if you're gonna. If you, I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. think about it, right? You can order a ride and call your carjacking victim to you. I mean, that's yep. fuck. That's messed up, bro. <laughs> and the, that <laughs> because, was the point that made in in. Oh God, I think it was at the end of 2020 when everything was starting to really pick up yeah. and vamp up yeah. in Chicago. They were saying the exact same thing. 
So Easy. It's, it's no joke. And then, yeah. you know, you, you see that second screenshot on the right there, and they're saying yeah. police are making arrests after rideshare drivers block the avenue, North yeah. Avenue, and protest for better living wage and better safety protections. So yeah. um, it, it's all tying together. But, yeah, when it comes down to it, it's like, what but, are they going to do? You know, you and I, we've been with RSG for a long time, right? So, um, seriously, I mean, what has been the number one and number two complaint of drivers going back four or five, six years? Always been those two, living wage, better safety. And nothing has changed. We're at 2022, almost finishing 20, middle of 2022. It's still the same complaint. So, either look, either drivers are delusional, which I don't believe at all that they are, they're saying the same thing they were saying in 2017, 2018, still, and nothing is being done. So safety, safety, you know, well, safety, safety, I think is, is easier to fix than living earnings that's going in more markets. Yeah, that's, so, uh, we're going to talk about that. I want to save all my bullets for that for a whole show. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that'll be next. Uh, yeah, we're going to kind of talk yeah. about that, that all next week. Yeah, but I don't want to I mean, shoot any bullets yet. <laughs> I, I mean... It, it, it being in in my market we don't have upfront earnings yet it'll it'll likely come as they're saying most cities um so it'll likely come i know you've had it but it's you know under prop 22 it's a little bit different than um yeah, the other markets have so it's going to be interesting to see how all that ends up playing out yeah well i think you know um i'd be very interested when this upfront thing comes around for a, pretty much nationwide uh, well, you know what? No, let's talk about that when it comes. Yeah, uh, I don't. Think, yeah, I just keep it because you know what? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm certain. I have really interesting thoughts about it, and I don't want to, you know, like rush it. And I want to like put a good case forward, which I try to do when it comes to upfront earnings for drivers. Upfront earnings for for passengers has been around for I don't know three years now, four years, whatever it was. Yeah, it's been um, twenty. Oh God, I think it was maybe 2017 or 2018. Yeah, yeah. so that's nothing new to them, but uh, very new to the drivers. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that. But safety, I mean, again, both town halls, every single driver. We had some pro-Uber guys. We had some pro against, you know, anti-Uber people. You know, I call it the way I see it. Safety has become more of an issue than almost the earnings now, honestly. Because, mm -hmm. you know, who cares about earnings if you're dead? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah. or or assaulted, or 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 stabbed, or some ridiculous thing. That's a life changing event. I mean, these are life changing mm -hmm. events, not just for the driver, but for their immediate families and you know friends. And I'm like, what? We got to do something about this, right? I'm not telling everybody it's, it's... to pack. You know, you're not going to go pack. Not everybody is good with a gun or whatever. But the fact yeah. that you're not allowed to protect yourself with some equipment. Right. But look, look at look at this this guy right here in in that first screenshot where he's yeah. saying he put a he put the uh, the gun against the head. How, do you think this that driver will ever drive again? Uh, I mean, if he's, de if he's desperate, he may. But enough for a while. He's desperate, but he's yeah. yeah it's he's going to have to take time off. He's going to have yeah. to do. Um, you know, he's going to have to really like come to grips with everything. Yeah, absolutely. PTSD, so, I mean, right? I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. that, that's the thing, you know, we were talking on the previous segment about lawsuits. There is going to be a, some massive lawsuit when it comes to this stuff now, right? Because that's an I assault. Mean, yeah. That's an assault. Mm -hmm. And, and and you know, how many drivers 
keep it quiet because they don't want to get deactivated. They're afraid, right? They don't come forward. Uh, you know, but now I think it's out of control. I mean, we need to, you know, have, I mean, honestly, we talked about this on the both town halls, people ordering rights for other people, you know, people uploading their, you know, passenger IDs, a must, a must, an absolute mm-hmm. must. I mean, I don't care because for the, in the time you can put like your fake screen name on, killer or whatever i call i talk about it all the time you can just literally i mean we have ai today every phone has a camera take a freaking picture of your id bro it's easier actually than typing your name and last name your address the whole information is there right so as, mm-hmm. a, as a driver when we're uploading documents we don't print anything right if they mm-hmm. want registration we just take a picture of the registration it goes to an ai software and it reads it and says you're approved if you're putting up your insurance card, same thing. You just take a picture, right? Or if you're verifying, right, as a driver, because now my verifications have gone up, you know, the picture verification. Like after a ride, I turn my app off. Next time I'm turning my app on, it goes verify yourself. Mm-hmm. So all these things they do for the driver, right? Do it for yep. the passenger. How difficult is yeah, it? Exactly. You know, pe- I mean, people take selfies more than anything in the world, right? <laughs> I mean, for oh, shit's sake, they take selfies with, with everything. Why problem? No, but I mean, you take a selfie <laughs> as a passenger. Verify that you are the passenger. How about that? That's mm-hmm. easy, right? To okay. me, it's like... Oh, it's, it's yeah, just doing those things alone. And yeah. then, um, you know, I, I cutting down on, on these uh, um, guest passengers, unless they have an approved account and they're, you know, they have a pin code or something that's sent to their phone um, via the app, or whatever it might be, um, or even like a dual pin code where, you know, they got to give you one, you give them one, they have to put it in the app or something um, to make sure that like that guest is actually able to be. um, You know what I've been seeing? I saw this on guest rides last like few months, maybe a couple, three months. Um, What it does is that it says, this is a guest ride, guest trip. Hmm. And then underneath it, it puts the, who ordered the trip, right? The name of the person. This is no joke. It's in the app. I have a screenshot. Of no, it. I know. I've seen it before. And, and, and the, the person, the rating of the person who ordered the trip for the guest. So there is a little bit more information, but it's in the second page. You have to click on the, you know, the, 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 the three yep. dots on the right. There's some work involved. I think this is so easy. People, look, Uber, people take selfies honestly, like 50 times a day for stupid things with their food, with their friends. Bro, verify yourself as a passenger. How yep. difficult is that? I verify myself as a driver all the time. I uploaded my driver's license. It's a picture. Click, you upload your information. Hey, like Eddie said, if your government-given name is killer, all power to you. But at least I know it's not fake, right? Hmm. Because to me, it's like when we're picking up as drivers, what do we know? Rating of the passenger, where to pick up the passenger, and the screen name of the passenger. That's all we know. We don't know yep. male, female, nothing. Obviously, if it's their name, they uploaded it correctly. We know male, female, we can guess. But mm-hmm. to me, what's the big deal? Why? I mean, I don't think the writers are going to get pissed off if you ask them to upload an ID. If they no, want to use this. The ones that are, are probably the ones that shouldn't be using the services anyway. There you go, 100%. Right. Oh, you know, you, you're you're pre-weeding all those people out who are yeah. complaining. And then if you have a legitimate concern, what other things have you signed up for? For Netflix, yeah. you need to sign up 
using your information for other services and things. You need to sign up using your, your information. You give all of your information to Facebook and all these other platforms, the social media platforms to all these stores that you get the little cards or gift card, uh, um, whatever the hell they're called. So why can't you give the information or to that? Because you say it's going to be discriminatory. Uh, if you, again, if you have a problem doing that, then you probably shouldn't be on the platform. Probably not. And Uber knows those numbers and Lyft knows those numbers. Not mm-hmm. as much on the food delivery side, but on the ride share side, they know, bro. They know everything. They know all the numbers. They yeah. know who should not be on the platform. They all know that. They don't do much about it because it's money. Money coming in, revenue coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah, even that's why even if you think there's some yeah. national law that yeah. forced their hand to, to have yeah. to do these types of things. I mean, think, you know, think about it. it you're, you're also going to protect, you know, the passengers too that way. Just 100%. 100%. It, it only makes sense to do stuff like that. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Um, we're going to just re-announce the uh, giveaway when it comes to it. And we'll also announce it at the end because there's probably people who are on and uh, have left between. So uh, we do have a uh, giveaway that we're doing for two winners with the amazing portable car jump starter uh, for how to win. The person with the highest trip count for Uber and the person for the highest trip count for Lyft. Uh, from the week of July 25th to August 1st, so this past week, uh, you will win. So make sure you send your screenshots of Uber and Lyft with your trip counts uh, to Sergio by August 9th. Well, let's make it August 8th because we're going to do the announcement on August 9th during our live stream. Um, So you got plenty of days. The easiest thing to do, snap your screenshot right now and send it to Sergio. uh, Sergio at therideshareguy.com. And like I said, <clears throat> the person who has the highest ride count, uh, trip count for Uber and for Lyft is going to win. Not together, but one winner each. So uh, yes. congratulations to our upcoming winners. Good luck. And uh, thank you, Amazing, for uh, this awesome giveaway. Appreciate yes, that. And Let's also uh, for more information on this particular um, car jump starter, we'll have a link in the description below. So if you want to check that out, then you can. Yep. All right. So let's move on to another topic, but it's still going to be somewhat similar. And uh, we talked about earnings with, uh, you know, Chicago. Yeah. The drivers were um, arrested for trying to protest uh, when it came to blocking some traffic. I get it. Yep. You don't want to block traffic, but you still want to get your voices heard. They did. They, yep. you know, they got uh, a news article written. So um, let's go to the news article that you wrote uh, when it came to driver earnings. Yeah. Um, are okay, these so, driver earnings in the last three years? Uh, yeah, they are. <clears throat> so um, I've been writing for RSG for like four and a half years, right? And then I put all my screenshots in there. I call it the way I see it. I analyze my numbers. I look at my utilization rate. I look at the four matrix that I've written a million times about uh, my earnings, online hours, active hours, dollars per mile, you know, door to door hours, any freaking which way you can look at earnings. I look at it because I want to be profitable. I don't want to just willy nilly drive. So a couple of weeks ago, I did like 30 trips. You know, people say, always say, oh, it's not a big data sample size, this and that. I go, yeah, when I do a big data sample size, like Uber's take with 800 rides, they go, oh, that's too much. I'm like, I can't win, but I don't care. (laughs) 
I don't care. Well, people want to complain about anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. At this, point, I, at this point, I'm like covered in Teflon. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so anyway, um, I did this article. Um, I'm shocked. I mean, my numbers are trash. <laughs> Three, four months ago, especially last year, from what they were to what they are today, it's half. Literally, mm-hmm. half. So yep. last September, October, November... 55, 60 bucks an hour online time, two and a half dollars per mile minimum, easy money, right? Why? Because Uber was showing me the money. Lyft was showing me the money, even. You know, yeah. now, well, uh, you, you CBRs, know, yeah, CRVs, surge. surge was plenty, 20 hours a day. Now, surge is maybe a couple hours a day. Uh, mm-hmm. That means two it's things. Weird. We did, you know, we did, we did that oversaturation video. That's was like, stupid views right um there are too many drivers out there way too many drivers out there so i'm splitting the pie with same pie the pie hasn't grown the demand is still the same but now i'm splitting it with another 50 people around me as opposed to five Hmm. so what happens to my utilization factor utilization factor by the way is people um your online hours and your you take your active hours basically active hours means you got a request you're on your way to pick up and finishing the ride. So that's your active hours. Online hours is you click on the app, you're sitting on your butt. That's your online hours. So mm-hmm. if you take if you take the active hours divided by your online hours, you're going to get a percentage. So September, October, November, as everybody knows, with a passenger in the car, wheels turning is when you're making money. You're not making money on the way to pick up the passenger. In some places... They're paying you for a long pickup and this and that, but California, LA is not one of those places. My utilization factor from being 98% is down to 60, 62%. Now, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That means uh, about 36 minutes of the time of the hour, I have a passenger in the car or I'm on, on my way to a passenger versus 98% of the time. So boom, automatic decline in earnings. Yep. That's simple right there. Another reason? Bonuses are history. Quests are being cut like nobody's business. This week, I've had the worst quests that I've seen. I have, I always do the minimum. It's 30 trips for $40. Not a freaking chance I'm doing 30 trips for, for a buck extra. Bro, what's a buck? Buck is like, it's not even worth anything these days with inflation. So, nope. yeah, I had my worst earnings. And then, to be honest with you, when I read some semi-controversial articles, unlike the take rate, I think that got more comments than ever. Because for some reason, by the way, you know, the blog is kind of taking a, a stepchild <laughs> kind of a thing to the YouTube channel. On the blog, you used to get so many more comments. A lot more people used to read the thing, right? Now, I guess people are too tired. They don't like reading anymore. They just like watching things, right? So to me... You know, getting 19, 20 comments on an article now is like a is like huge versus because if you look at all the articles on our blog, which I think is fantastic, people go read these things, you'll learn stuff. Like zero comments on 99% of them. I'm like, what is this? Nobody's reading these things. And and I don't know. But this one, um, worst earnings since 2019, because Three things are exactly the same as they were in 319. Oversaturation, 
Yeah, people go, why is there oversaturation? Is it the economy? Is it desperate people trying to put food on the table? I don't blame them. They got to do what they got to do. I can't get away from them, though. That's the goddamn problem. I can't get away from them. Because every time I reposition myself, there is another 10 drivers in that corner. I'm like, I'm not going to dead mile miles and miles to just find myself a spot with surge, possibly. Never chase the surge anyway. So mm -hmm. oversaturation, lower incentives. As we know, certain weeks, incentives are 30 up to 40% of a driver's earnings. What? And that's the variability of this issue. It's not up to your control, people. It's an algorithm that decides, okay, Sergio gets 20 trips for 80 trips for 100 bucks this week. Oh, next week, we'll give him 80 trips for 300 bucks. I'm like, what changed? You like me more? Why do you like me more this week? Mm -hmm. So all quests throughout the country, I'm in touch with a lot of drivers around the country. They're all complaining about the same thing. Yep. The quests incentives yep. are gone. And, and the base rates are the base rates. The base rates have not changed. We did a video about that too. The yeah. IRS deduction is higher than a lot of cities' base rates these days. So if you're going to mm -hmm. drive on base rates of 60 cents, 58 cents, 62 cents a mile with no surge, no incentives, what do you expect? Your earnings are going to go down, just like mine did. So I'm like, I hope it changes, but I doubt it because yeah. these and you know, same here. I, like, I'll send you the screenshots when you you know how you get the text message, and uh, it tell, tells you like, oh, you could if you sign on during this time. So mine goes. It starts at twenty eight an hour. Oh, and, and remember, this is twelve a.m. to three a.m. time. Yeah, so yeah. beyond that, who knows how low it would have been um, <laughs> when they're, when they're talking about it or how they're figuring it comparatively to all drivers in the market. Yeah. Then the following text it says twenty six. It's not 39 an hour for 20 hours or more. I don't know. The following text that I get doesn't even have a number yeah. in there. It just says Sunday is expected to be busy between 12 yeah. and 3. They don't even give yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the, the the next one is 23 an hour. So, like, those, it just shows you. It goes, like, even $5 an hour is, is a massive decline that's 20 percent um, yeah that's, that's huge right there what are you talking uh, so, about so you seeing that you just see it drop it's over this, and over it, and again it, it's the saturation now when it came to the uh the the quests um so mine that i have right here this is the next quest that's coming up so mine goes 60 trips for 100 bucks oh, and then if you give painful. 10 more it's an extra five dollars so there's five. that 50 cents again that we had talked about, you know, in a, another previous uh, promo. And then the, so there's, there's three quests on this one. Um, quest two is 50 trips for $95 with 20 trips at $10. Mm. So again, you're getting 70 trips for 105. And then quest three is 40 trips for $90 and add 10 trips for five. So you can make 95, but the, the craziest thing is 20 less trips, 10 less dollars why wouldn't you take do that, that one. one i take that's, that one. that's a smart one to take yeah. and it's like it doesn't make any sense but it's easier to get because you're only doing 40 rides versus 60 rides especially yeah. with the amount and the same thing like we i haven't seen a street bonus in a couple of months and then me, surge me yeah. is only at certain times and you know normally you'd get really you get buffalo would be lit up pretty well um you know on the weekend most of the time that's when i go out sometimes there's other nights like monday night i'll go out because 
the airport, you know, everybody's coming in at that time. Nobody's yeah. driving. So it's, you're getting surge on top of that. And you're not waiting at the airport. They're, they're grabbing drivers like 10 miles away. Um, so that's what's going on. You're getting a lot more people again in Buffalo. Teachers are out. School is out. You know, you, so in our case, not maybe not in yours, you know, a, a portion or a percentage of the schools that are in our area do take rides. So, you know, you sure. take that out, that could be 10, 15% of rides. Couple that with teachers that aren't teaching and looking for something to do. So well, you the, add- Also the college kids, college kids, right? They college all are driving, are making a few hundred bucks in summer, whatever. So mm -hmm. to me, it's like uh, those three factors, oversaturation, lack of incentives, like Chris mentioned, quests and see it. I haven't seen a boost or a consecutive ride bonus since like November. I'm yeah, like, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. so it's and been a then, while. So incentives are cut, which sometimes could be 30, 40% of your earnings per, per week. Tips are lower, I'm noticing. I don't know. It may be because, you know, Uber is jacking the rates on the passengers. They go like, man, this ride cost me 25 last week. This week is 30. Mm -hmm. I, I would have tipped my driver five, but I'm paying 30. I have no room for a tip. I'm like, God damn. And breaking yep. news, by the way, I started doing some deliveries first time. They were going to do an article about that. True comparison between uh, uh, deliveries for myself, deliveries mm -hmm. and um, rideshare driving. Very interesting. And guess who, by the way? You know what? Guess... I think we'll have to bring Pedro back on and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. your delivery. Absolutely. Uh, the article that's coming out. I think we'll yeah. have to have, try to have Pedro uh, back on. I, I may uh, be a full-time delivery driver. That's a hint for you. And <laughs> guess, guess who Uber showed the money again? The wife. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah and then she took it and this time she did deliveries too well uh, honestly the same thing happened like, to me like mm -hmm. i i i had to take off the last couple of weeks because i was yeah. uh because i had covid so um i wasn't driving or anything yeah, yeah. And, you know i'm not I, I wasn't going out i was pretty much staying home um one just didn't feel like it and two i don't want to infect other people but with that being said now they do have a $80 for 10 rides uh, when it comes to it. So that's not too bad. That's eight bucks a ride extra if you could do the 10 rides. And that's hers, on top of um, the, the quest that's going on now. Hers, hers was 10 for 120. Oh, nice. Even better. Oh, so she did, the, she know, did 10 deliveries. She did deliveries and she loved it. I go like, why do I have huh. to drive people around? But uh, there is a big, big caveat in deliveries. All right. Um, well, know, I, we're gonna I, hold. I, we're gonna hold that. We're gonna hold that to the later, <laughs> after the article. All right. Well, I'm, I'll give you my real quick before we get like we'll we'll change topics. But I did delivery at a pizzeria for eight years. I loved it. I thought it was great. But it wasn't the same thing as these apps in any way. When Uber oh. Eats came into my market, I tried it because they kept giving all these uh, bonuses. So like every one you'd take, it would be like two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, depending on the time extra on top of whatever the fare would have been for that delivery. So I'm like, yeah, why not? I'll, I'll try it. Every single one was to freaking McDonald's. And I'm like, I'm not sitting 25, 30 minutes in line waiting for the food to come. Like, cause I do mostly at night. So you had yeah. to go in the drive-through cause they closed Bullshit. down. Yeah, um, you're not going to take those. That. You're sitting in that freaking line for 25, 30 minutes because everybody else wants their food too. And it's like, Oh, so I but, haven't done uh, it. But in my then. area, in my area, um, you know, I'm a quick study. 
I'm figuring out what restaurants to accept it from, what are shit restaurants mm. that make you wait. Definitely no fast food for me because I wasn't doing that half hour work for four bucks. So to me, it's like I'm learning pretty fast. And you know what? I'm liking it, although I will stick to my original of rideshare any day when it comes to earnings over delivery. But yep. that's for later. There you go. Well, the big thing is, you know, one of the things that we preach here, though, is, you know, multi, multi so yes. It's yes. not just Uber and Lyft. It's Uber, it's Uber, Uber Eats, everything. DoorDash, Lyft, everything, everything. You know, go puff if you have it in your, it, it, if you can. Hey, I signed Spark, up to Spark. Whatever. I signed up to Spark. I haven't heard oh, from them. I have two Walmarts oh, within three miles of me. No, they didn't even say anything. You know, they go, you have to go through DDI, whatever the heck that company is. Oh, DDI. yeah, yeah. It, it, it took um, a little bit of I'll time like, for me to sign up. And I'll then, let me take you, you know, it, it took a little bit of time for the whole sign up process. And then uh, I think it, I forget what it is because it was it's a few months ago at this point. And then I was on the wait list for a, about two weeks. Oh, um, after that, though, it's been I like Spark. Honestly, I like the the pickups. And yeah. then, you know, you drive, you, you can pick up multiple orders and you, you can go. So it's almost like an Amazon Flex kind of thing. Um, I have that, too. I have that too. The pretty well. I get a lot of bonuses and stuff, too. So. Hey, it's it's pretty good. We're, we're gonna probably do a couple of videos on Spark um, soon. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, make sure you're definitely well, subscribed if you're not already. Yeah, I um, signed up to that. I, I'm also on Amazon Flex, but I don't want to do actual package delivery because I hear that's mm -hmm. like a grind. But there is, you know, how Amazon bought uh, Whole Foods, right? So there yeah. is a Whole Foods, and then they converted two Whole Foods that are near me to Amazon Fresh. And I see mm -hmm. guys flying out of there with packages for food delivery, and they're saying the tips are pretty good too. So yeah. I signed up to that as well. I think I have like eight apps on my phone now. So <laughs> I'm going to do food delivery for Amazon Fresh, uh, Spark, whenever they let me on. I signed up to Grubhub because I think with the Amazon, you know, free deliveries for Prime members for Grubhub, right? That yeah. deal that they signed, Grubhub is going to probably Grubhub, do a little bit just, better. Just just know Grubhub might take a long time for a wait list because uh, just... Elijah and Tyler, I don't know if Tyler was approved yet or not. I know um, they were on the wait list for a really long time. And even Elijah is still on the wait list for Grubhub um, last time I talked to him. And they're but both in, uh, contributors on, on yeah, but in my team. area, though, in my area, I'm sure there is a lot more Amazon Prime members than their area, maybe. I don't know. So service may get used a lot more. True. But I, I'm but. signing up anyway. I'm just multi-apping is the way to go, people. Oh, absolutely. Sign up, sign up to all of these things. You get on, you don't get on. Hey, man, yep. you have a choice, you know? Whoever like shows you the money. Thumbtack and all that. I'm um, not going to do that one. Though. I don't <laughs> even know what to do. Well, there's, there's a lot of different stuff that you can, can look at. So it's just going to depend on you know, kind of the interest that you have like that. If you want to talk about like tr more independent contractor, that would be more like it. More, yeah. Um, you can name your price and things like that. Yeah. Yep. A lot of things like that. So right. it's definitely, it's, you know, it's definitely great, especially during these slow times. So, you know, if you're doing ride share primarily and maybe a little bit of food delivery here, you know, it's, it's sign up for whatever is available in your area. Try all the different ones. Even, you know, try Amazon Flex. One of the great things about uh, a lot of flex drivers that they say yes it's a grind but it's also a great way to lose some weight because you're constantly 100%. moving bro so, i did i did food delivery i did you're I sitting did. there you're gaining weight i 100 so, agree i couldn't agree with you more i did the delivery food deliveries 90 90 plus are leave at the door right mm -hmm. 
So I have to get out of my ass, get off my car. <laughs> First of all, I have to walk to to the restaurant, right, to get back in. Yep. Then go back. I loved it, honestly. I loved it, but uh, there's a lot of we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about. We'll have to. We'll we'll reach out to Pedro see yeah, if we can do, do a, a ride versus, uh, a food delivery wars or something again uh, and talk about that. And then he can put his insights uh, on as well. So that yes, that would sir. be interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. You know, talking about earnings. Um, <laughs> so we got a. Um, hey, I earned more than the 22. minimum. Come on. <laughs> well, we got a we got a Prop Twenty Two bill that is going to be looked at as a national yeah. um, thing. So this is kind of like the intro because. You know, outside of California, a lot of people might not know what Prop 22 entails. A lot of people yep. probably didn't look up all of the information within the law itself. Um, I did. I know a lot of the, the you know, shadiness of it. Um, and it's definitely a very shady bill at that. Um, so one of the things that you have is that earnings guarantee minimum um, yep. or floor yeah. earnings. Guess, floor guess how many times I've gotten an adjustment for that minimum. I'm going to say zero. Yeah, you're absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> because if I'm worth what? my drive, bro, I, if I'm going to work for their minimum, which is pathetic at 120% of minimum wage and 30 cents a mile, I'm like, I'm not, do I'm doing something very wrong, right? I mean, shits well, and giggles yes. this, this past week, you know? 100%. Right. But here, here's the thing, though. But you're it's also a good thing to have. Top earner in the LA yeah. market. If yes, you're, if you're getting these earning guarantees as a top earner, that means the shit. rates are so out of whack yeah. that that would tell me it's not even worth it to drive in LA. Period. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, but the, the question you. though that I have is how many drivers in California are actually getting some sort of stipend, earning stipend, because they didn't reach I the think, earnings you know, guarantee I, that was Okay, posted. you know, connect, connecting to the last um, so segment that we did, you know, my worst earnings, right? If mm -hmm. my earnings declined by 50%, right? A lot of drivers who started at 30, which thought were great for themselves, if their earnings have declined also by 30, 40%, they're all going to be into this stipend now. Because, mm -hmm. you know, to me, it's like, I mean, I drove 13 hours, active hours. I only drove 243 miles. And my earnings before tips, including quests and all the incentives, was 520 bucks almost, right? So that's mm -hmm. like, uh, that's all over 220 a mile, which is fantastic, you know, for the race that we have. $2 a mile or more is amazing. My mm -hmm. guaranteed minimum, I earn like 200 more than my guaranteed minimum. Okay, so, and active hours, 520 divided by 13 is 40 bucks. This number was 60, right? Uh, in, in September, October, November last year. So if my numbers are down from 60 to, on active hours to 40 or 35, I think a lot of drivers may fall under this category now. They may be getting some cash, you know, adjustments on their apps. So mm. drivers, please watch out for this report. Every two weeks, Lyft sends you one. And every two weeks, Uber sends you one. And all your miles and all your active hours is in there. This is on only active hours. This is not for sitting on your butt waiting for a ping, obviously. Yep. So... To me, my numbers are down 30, 40, 50%. And I still don't think I will get the stipend. But, you know, um, with the lower incentives and oversaturation, I think a lot of people may fall into this category now. They may get some money, uh, you know, back. 
that they should have gotten through regular pay as opposed to some shady law. So well, here's it. here's the other thing too. When you go out and drive, you also take advantage of what promotions Everything. are available during that Everything. time. Everything. So your your earnings per hour or you know earnings per mile or however you want to actually look at it is going to be higher, and that's why I said you're the top earner, one of the top earners in the LA yep. market. Yep. Now, for somebody who's driving, say, full time, or Screw. even somebody who's driving part time who's not taking advantage of those promotions, Screw. that could automatically put you in this whole thing when it comes yep. to getting a stipend when, uh, on 100%, it. Because, 100%. again, if you're, you know, what's, what is uh, 30, 40% of your 518? You know, yeah, take that away. Yeah. Does that give you your 322? You know, oh, so yeah, right absolutely. there, something right there yeah there could be so you know maybe one of the things that you could try doing is going out trying a couple of rides on base only so yeah. not taking advantage of promotions or falling short of the promotion that's available just to see yeah. in terms of like a test and yeah. you know that one that would be a great article two we could talk about that yeah. and three would that qualify you for a stipend from from uber or lyft you know what may qualify me for uh, this stipend if I only do deliveries? Because if I do deliveries, okay, tips are not included in this, right? Mm -hmm. I have noticed, I've noticed that my net fare, as it says here, um, on, on deliveries alone is garbage, literally garbage. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for tips, I'm giving stuff away now. If it wasn't for tips, you shouldn't be doing deliveries, right? So I'm pretty sure I will get it this week. This, this stipend because my net fares on doing 20, 30 deliveries was garbage, absolute garbage, right? Mm. And in deliveries, you don't have boost, you don't you have a quest that you can do. But other than that, you don't have any, you don't have surge, you don't have anything, right? Mm. So you're correct. You're correct by saying, yeah, I only drove the hours that I think are available for surge and finished my quest and whatever boost I have. Yeah, I worked those hours. Otherwise, this number would be much, much lower. So I mm -hmm. may get a stipend this week because I only did like maybe six trips and like 25 deliveries to finish my 30 quest. I may get a stipend this week. It'll be interesting to well, see. Yeah. Or, or at least how close it'll be like for yeah. the two numbers. So your net yeah, earnings yeah. and the guaranteed yeah. minimum. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to do a little follow up there, but you know, this is on the prop 22 side. So the, again, this yep. is in California. Other States are, you know, trying to find their either AB5 like legislation or Prop 22 like legislation. There's well, no real middle yeah. ground. And let's let's be real. Um, the middle ground is probably better than both sides of these. Yeah. Um, so, you know, something like Seattle, it looks like a clear winner at the moment. Yep. Um, and Washington. New York. But it's yeah. like uh, I, I wouldn't even put new, really New York in there. I think from what I've heard, uh, Washington and uh, you know, the Seattle law. Yeah, yeah. We have to get a couple of drivers from Seattle to talk about this. Oh, both. I'm really, want, I'm really curious. Yeah, yeah. So drivers, if you're in Portland or I'm sorry, if you're in the state of Washington, following any, any city, law, yeah, any city, yeah. Any and, city in Washington. Um, yeah. Even, even either Tacoma or Seattle, Seattle or the state, yeah. uh, because yeah. Tacoma, I think Tacoma and Seattle are, um, under a different type of, uh, that law. It's the, the upgraded version of it. Yeah. Um, because there's more population within that area. Um, and also New York City drivers. If you want to come on, talk, 
uh, share your experiences. We'd love to have have you on because those two areas um, are very unique when it comes to uh, rideshare. So, but with that being said, um, here's a tweet that came about a federal Prop 22 bill that was just introduced by uh, a Democrat in Texas. Rather than legislating for true flexibility and choice with an employment floor, it provides for labor car, uh, carve-outs for precarious workers, mostly people of color. Now, I don't know how true all that is. I didn't read this HR 8442 yet, but I will. Uh, so I'm interested to see if it's a true clone or not. And if it is, I'm not definitely not in favor of it. Um, but well, did you look at it yet? Yeah, I did look at it. And that's why Vina, Vina Dubal is a, a labor law professor at Hastings University. And now she's a scholar at Stanford. So she's no small chump. She knows what she's talking about. Okay. She knows 100% what she's talking about. And obviously, she's labor friendly, union friendly. However, you know, uh, this, first of all, I was surprised that it was a Democrat that uh, <laughs> came up mm -hmm. with the HR 8442. Usually, I would think from Texas on top of that, I would be thinking it'll be a Republican. But, uh, you know, and then on, on the right, there is a tweet also following the, the thread is basically this legalizes misclassification, gets rid of the minimum wage workers comp, unemployment insurance, right to organize all in one swoop. So basically what Prop 22 did, but expands it, right? Because under Prop 22, at least you have that minimum wage plus 20% pay, you know what I mean? And 30 miles, 30 cents a mile uh, stipend. Mm -hmm. This one, nothing, like zero, garbage. And I'm like, God damn. And then all your employer has to do is make you sign a worker flexibility agreement and poof, all the rights labor movement fought for are gone. So I believe what she's saying. Um, she's she's the leading really person when it comes to labor law in the country at the at the moment. And um, this, yeah, there, you know, a federal law of a watered down well, Prop Twenty Two was not good anyway, but watered down version of a Prop Twenty Two under federal law would be like a disaster for gig gig hmm. workers. You know what I mean? Well, so two, um, two yeah. things here. First off. Uh, I'm actually not surprised that it's a Democrat because look at Lorena Gonzalez, Democrat, California. Mm, um, so it, yeah, but that was I mean, that was like no, fighting for the unions I, and shit. So. It's AB five. Yes, you're right. Um, so yeah, it's it's actually pretty interesting. Now, to uh, Vina, we should probably try to reach out there see if she can come on. Um, uh, I would she, she actually she may be part of the group that we discussed before the show. So oh, on, even better. On the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Yes, I'd, I'd love to talk to her about this more so, really get into the depths of this, because this is going to affect all drivers. This is not going to be, you know, this is one state. This is going to affect every driver in the U.S. No, but um, this is also going to affect, you know, this is also going to affect a lot of independent contractor workers, right? Because a lot of big companies are going with this model. Even mm -hmm. Google, Google, Facebook, they're all hiring coders as independent contractors now as a, under this model. The you know Prop Twenty Two model as opposed to being actual employees, you know, yeah. and this is a trend that's taken over, and this is not a friend for the worker. I'm telling you that right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm not look. I'm not for unions or this or that. You know, they all have their benefits, upside and downside. But a national law like this would be pretty much bad for, I mean, any and every independent contractor. So. Yeah, we'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. We'll see how we're going to uh, tackle this one. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'll have to read that, and then yeah, if we okay. if we talk to, to Vina, I'd love to to get her scoop on this and more, more details. Not just even yeah, as you said, not even just rideshare, but just this worker flexibility agreement. Um, yep. See what that's all about. Yep. Um, so it'll all be right. interesting to see how all that plays out. But yep. yeah, that's kind of the, the the one thing there. Now uh, we got one last topic uh, that we're going to be talking about, and that is this whole uh, you know Uber and Lyft are being heavily relied on with yeah. doctors, with hospitals, and drivers really aren't equipped to handle these passengers, these patients of these doctors and hospitals, whether they're going for, you know, whatever it might be, they have an emergency, they call up 911 and say, hey, I need a ride, I need an ambulance, I have to go to the hospital for whatever reason, they deem them um, not an emergent case, and yeah. they say, okay, well, we'll have a, we'll have a Uber or Lyft, Lyft driver come to you. And uh, so an Uber Lyft driver gets the uh, the ping, mostly Lyft in this case. Um, and Lyft driver will get the, the ping request, not knowing they'll just go to the address and then they have to go to the hospital. And this is a patient that, you know, called 911 and could be emergent on the way there. But drivers just don't have the capabilities to be able to handle that emergent situation. Uh, if that's the case, you know, then who's at fault because it's going to be the ambulant, the ambulatory um, people. So did they determine that, oh, well, if we have a couple of non-emergent two emergent cases that just something happens to them and we don't really, did they write that off in their, their thing or what? Yeah, I, like, I, I think, I, I don't know. I, I hate this, honestly, from the day it came out. Number one, the ping comes in as a regular ping. It doesn't specify yep. that this is a lift health or uber health trip or whatever right once you accept it you know where you're going then you know it's a it's one of those pings right because we don't know where mm -hmm. we're going on lift unless you're a top gold or platinum whatever driver you are yeah but but again it doesn't specify it just says five miles northwest whatever anyway yeah. and that's not the point the point is okay we are supposed to drive people from point a to point b safely period that's our job description. Pick up, drop off. We're a cab with an app. Nothing more. I am not equipped mentally, physically, educationally, any which way to have a patient mm -hmm. who's having an emergency in my backseat. Look, you know, you may be having a child. I don't know. What the hell? Or you may have broken your arm. I'm like, bro, I, I, I honestly have not read the TOS. I don't know what it covers, the insurance, you know, on the on the phase three, right? That million dollar liability. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if you pick somebody up and they die in your car, which it could happen. I don't know. Because people are stupid. Instead of calling 911 and an ambulance, they'll call a lift. I'm like, it's cheaper. I'm like, uh, yeah, no. The other thing too. Yeah, man. I'm like, what is my liability? I'm am I screwed for life now? Because this person who died in my backseat for natural causes, let's say, or any other reason whatsoever. I mean, I've picked up some really horrendously sick people in this thing. I really have. And most doctors now are using that for their own appointments, doctor's offices. Lyft has a deal with a lot of doctors and hospitals. Uber Health is there. Uber is doing the same thing. And I'm like, what's my liability? What, what happens if somebody really dies in my backseat? I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. screwed? Or is the insurance going to cover it? Or Because the, 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 the family of the passenger was dumb enough to call a lift ride as opposed to call 911 an ambulance 
are they going to come after me? What, what's what's the deal here, right? So again, I'm going to keep it short. I am mentally, physically, and educationally not equipped to handle these cases. I am not a doctor. I have very limited medical knowledge. I don't want anybody dripping blood in my car. I don't want anybody with mm. a broken leg and an arm in my car. I don't want anybody with an infectious disease other than COVID in my car. I don't want it. Let yep. us opt out. Let us opt out, please. Please, please, please. Mm. Because create a different platform just like they have you know what just like they have with the disabilities act like they have um uh, for you know people who can handle their cars are equipped with a lift for their wheelchairs and things like that for handicapped people create a separate freaking place and train your drivers properly even cpr i bet you you know i know Mm -hmm. how to do cpr i mean but i haven't done it ever but i know how to do it but in that panic i may kill this person doing wrong cpr i don't know so i'm like well as as you said last time i don't want to speak with eddie but as you said last week with eddie don't touch the passenger don't (laughs) you if you touch the passenger that's when there's going to be an issue so like if they're having a seizure in the back seat one what are you going to be able to do and if you touch them then that at that point i would assume that you're going to have more liability than just hands off uh but at that point then you have to dial 911 get them there it's going to take not my job time. bro that's not my yeah. job <laughs> i'm getting yeah, paid oh, six yeah, bucks these rides are all minimum fare by the way you should know and for the most lift, part, yeah. Lift, yeah because you're picking them up from their house to taking them three miles to the doctor's office or hospital they're like two dollars and 62 cents on lyft and three dollars and change on uber i'm like mm-hmm. uh no uh-uh, not worth it and then but then you feel bad you go there you know they're in front of a doctor's office i'm like oh shit so i'm like uh yeah i i don't want to do these i want to opt out lyft uber whoever's listening to this please we need to opt out or create a special department with trained drivers who can handle emergencies in their car other than getting stabbed and shot you you got if you got like uber x uber xl uber green uber green comfort uber everything you know, yeah. you can you could definitely Uber med. Do like Uber, Uber med. There you go, yeah. or Uber there ambulance, or whatever yeah, it is. Whatever. Where you have somebody who's trained, and let's say, um, you know, maybe maybe it's EM, maybe it's EMTs. You know, they might have their own job, and then you know they can work doing that on the side or something. People who are trained, uh, maybe you go through training. If you are a driver, and they say, "Hey, look, we'll we pay you to these- get trained." Yeah. Yeah, we'll pay for you to get trained. We'll pay you X amount more um, yeah. to make the to make it worth it, whatever yeah. it might be. And then those people who are online will get those types of rides that are coming yeah. in instead yeah. of um, you know anything could happen. But and I mean, Chris, I, I, I for one am not trained yeah. to be able I, to do that. I'm and not. again, I'm like you. I don't want all of that in my vehicle because, okay. well, that's my personal vehicle. On top of that, so. Yeah. I don't need all of that, especially if I'm transporting my family and stuff around. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it, to me, I just, I, I don't think uh, it, it's something that is a good thing. I don't think it's, no. it's. I mean, for patients and that, that need to get somewhere. And I can understand, like, if you have, if you're older and you're going to, like, the doctors because of whatever particular reason, and absolutely non-emergent, that's one thing. Because, you know, people, older people who can't drive uh, they, you know, they don't have to rely on trying to find 
you know, a family yeah. member or friend or something to be able to take them to the doctors. I understand that aspect. But, but if but, you but, Chris, are... but there is a liability issue in that one too, right? First of all, this is a lose-lose proposition for the passenger and the driver. The passenger is getting into someone's car who's not trained to equip, you know, or handle emergencies in case they're having mm -hmm. one, right? Yep. That's a lose for the patient or the passenger. Definitely a lose for the driver, okay? Because yep. now I'm opening the Pandora's box if I touch you, but humanity says somebody is really having a stroke in my backseat. I got to help this person. You want to touch him, but mm -hmm. I mean, you don't, you don't know any of that. But the other thing is, even if they're going to the doctor, most older elderly people who are not, you know, supposed to drive anymore, let's say, right? You have to be really careful because these people can just fall and break a hip or leg oh, yeah. getting in and out of your car. But if you yep. do get out and hold them by the arm and do something happens, that's another liability. So I'm like, I, I don't know. But I'm like, this to me, I I don't want to opt out. I don't want to do it. I don't want I honestly don't want to do it. Besides getting sick and getting a catching a virus or whatever, I feel bad for the patient because they're all in mm -hmm. the grasp of a greedy insurance company not paying for special transportation for them which they should have right and they're putting him in a lift because it's cheaper i'm like it's bullshit and not so, only that yeah not only that they're they're you know cutting back on yeah services that are needed like emt and ambulatory yeah. Yep. you know you yeah i know there's a shortage i understand I that and you got to try to figure out what you can do to make sure everything and, and yes it's it's a thousand dollars or more for an ambulance ride, yep. but most of the time insurance is going to cover it. Um, I mean, I understand people that might not have insurance and yeah, at that point, you know, you're, you're, Hey, trust me, I get it. Like <laughs> I haven't had insurance for a long time, uh, for a while. Uh, I have it now, but before that I didn't have it. And what would I have to, if something happened, you know, that would have been on me. And I would have probably tried to either just like sweep it under the rug or something. So I, I understand when, when you know, if patients or, or, you know, people who don't have insurance are watching this and like, but what if this, I get it. Like, but here's the thing, you know, as we said earlier in the show, when it comes to your safety as a driver or as a rider, you know, your safety is more important than other things. Because if you're not around to be able to enjoy you know, the fruits of your labor or family or whatever it might be, well, it it's not worth it then at that point because you're not yeah. here. So you want to make yeah. sure that sometimes you don't cheap out or chintz out on certain things like the proper care that's needed. And these these companies that are doing this need to realize that, yeah, like a driver is not going to have the same knowledge and know-how to be able to handle situations if something that seemed non-emergent at the time becomes emergent from the time that you talk to them to the time that they're trying to get in the car and go to the hospital, go to a doctor, whatever it might be. Yeah, I, I, I am. I don't I'm completely against it. I don't want to do it. I don't want additional liability on top of my head that because, you know, we're living in a litigious society as it is. Right. People sue yep. people for everything. And I'm just opening a new can of worms for three bucks. And and I doubt very much that something happens to a patient in the back. They're going to sue the person that ordered the ride. They're going to sue the person. They're going to sue Lyft, I'm sure. And they're going to sue me because I was the driver who could not help him and let him die or whatever is going to happen. I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want to do it, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. I want to it's finish just, my yeah, quest and go headache. home. Yeah, I don't It's want headaches. It. And then on top of that, you're out trying to drive and make money. If yeah. something happens, how long is that going to take from the moment this, this emergency starts yeah. to when you're done with this emergency? Uh, 
So how, and, how long is that time? How much uh, like money are you going to lose because of that? Yeah, and we talked about the deactivation stuff, right? So I go there, I figure this is a hospital I'm picking up, I cancel. Oh, you cancel too many rides, cancel rehab, we're going to deactivate you. So I'm like, no win for me whatsoever. I mean, every which way this is like bad for the driver. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and you know, let's be real, for the most part, I'm sure these emergent cases will probably not happen. Uh, or likely unable or likely not to happen. Um, there's always going to be a small chance. It's it's like trying to to gamble on taking a child without a car seat or yeah. unaccompanied minors or too many people in the car. Chances yeah. are everything's going to be a okay for that ride. Yep. But the problem yep. is there's always going to be a chance of something. Do you want to take on that added liability? Yep. And you know, for you, no. For me, nope. no. <laughs> I mean, no, no. no. I mean, so. It, but but you know what that driver that left his house last week in Portland doing food delivery right did he think mm-hmm. he was going to die that day right nope. so all that has to happen is once and and you don't want that once at all and you don't even want I could, so the only thing you can do is minimize the risk of that mm-hmm. happening once don't drive in bad neighborhoods at night whatever whatever but when it comes to this you have no control zero like I can control where to drive or not to drive. But if I get a ping saying, go pick this person up from the hospital, I don't know if they're in a wheelchair. I don't know if they're in a stretcher. I don't know what the heck is going on. So to me, it's like, no, I don't want to do it. Train your drivers, separate group for Lyft and Uber. Do it that way. I don't want it. I, I want to opt out. Hmm. Just like I opted out of Uber shared X, the new pool. <laughs> give me a give me a choice. Uh, I'm an independent contractor. I don't want to do it. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Luckily, I don't have that in the area. And <laughs> so... All right. Any last comments with that? No, sir. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Email me. Email me your ride counts for that wonderful gizmo. I hear it's amazing, and you will get stranded at some point. Amazing. See, this is one. <laughs> amazing. This is one of those t- times, right? You you will your car will probably start ninety nine out of hundred times, but that one time it doesn't, and you're in the middle of absolute nowhere. Uh huh. Yep. Boom. There you go. Yeah. And, it's, and and that's the other thing too. It's like, well, what if you don't have anybody around that, you, that yeah. can jump you, or you don't know anybody or you're in a weird area or whatever it might be yeah, you know yeah, having yeah. something like this that's so portable yeah. uh it's perfect you just got to keep yeah. it charged i mean yeah. it holds a charge pretty well um yeah. from what i know but oh and and it's got a flashlight on it i forgot to say that holy um, crap a little flashlight so you can see it's like a swiss army <laughs> knife <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a it's a swiss army battery <laughs> and I think it's I think it's like ninety nine or ninety nine and a half watt hours, so it's it's all it's it's you know it, wow. fine to fly with. Okay. Um, email me, email me the trip stuff. counts, trip counts, no dollars, no overthinking. Screenshot and email attached to the screenshot to the email. Send it to me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. You will get one so, of these. Again, person with the highest trip count for Uber will win yeah. one of these, and the person with the tr- highest trip count for Lyft. We'll win one of these. There and it's go. from the week of July 25th to August 1st. Just snapshot your trip count. Very simple, very easy. Send it to Sergio. Yep. And good luck. Yep. And with that being said, we've reached the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for watching, hanging out. Smash that like button. We Please will do. be here next week. Uh, we are going to be talking about some of the changes that Uber has announced when it came to more cities are going to have upfront earnings. Pretty much all of them. Uh, they said most cities. So there might be a few that aren't going to have it at least over the next couple of months. You know, this whole Uber pro thing with this, this cash stipend and, um, and their earnings. earnings. So, 
Uh, it'll be a very, uh, very good one next week. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. Make sure yep. you subscribe. Ring that bell for notifications. Smash that like button. Have a good rest of your night, day, wherever you are. Wherever you are.